This is We Evolve Weddings Podcast, Episode 2. I, I feel that probably the most important thing is to kind of have an idea of what you want. Because if you look online, you can find millions of cakes and different designs and setups. And so I think that would really narrows down the time of, of trying to have to figure out what the bride and groom like and what they want. So if they come in with a vision of something they want, we can always tweak it here and, and show them what we can and maybe can't do. And so usually having an idea, bringing in pictures, I think is a great way to kind of see what the bride is envisioning. And so it kind of narrows down all those designs that we have to go through if they're starting from scratch. But then some people have no idea. And so by looking at pictures, they'll go, I like this, I don't like that. And so that... You're listening to We Evolve Weddings Radio, simplifying weddings for couples all over the world. If you're here to learn how to choose a wedding venue and vendor without all the buildup, then you've come to the right station. Tune in and get the benefits that many other couples have gotten from We Evolve Weddings. All right, all you soon-to-be brides and grooms, I'm here at one of the most well-known bakeries here in Morgan Hill, called I Do Wedding Cakes, and they make some of the most impressive, yet tasty cakes that I have ever tried, and I have tasted a lot of cake. We here at We Evolve Weddings are going to bring you a special guest today that has been doing this for over 30 years, and they do roughly around 250 cakes a year. I mean, it's just amazing the work that they put out here. So I'm gonna introduce to us, and of course I would like her to say hello, to Debbie Hernandez. She's sitting right next to me. Go ahead, say hi to the listeners. Hello. She's going to take us through how you would order a cake, what ideas you should bring in. Of course, listen to her pro tip because that's gonna help you guys tremendously and it will also help her tremendously, the type of cake you would like. And she's also going to talk about the little nooks and crannies for you guys to make sure that you choose the right cake and that you give her the sufficient amount of information so that when it's time for your cake to be delivered or you know set on a plate for your guests to eat there won't be any questions about it. tell me debbie um how long have you guys been in business here for we've been here for about 30 years and we're also morgan hill bakery and i do wedding cakes we combine both those businesses and we do wedding cakes we do all occasion cakes and we usually probably do about 250 wedding cakes a year wow. and double that in regular birthday cakes and anniversary <laughs> cakes, so quite a few cakes. We also do desserts, pastries, and, and different items like that um, for weddings and regular occasions too. We do cupcakes and cookies. Um, that's No, that's amazing. Um, I had seen a Instagram post, I believe, or a Facebook post of a cake you just made recently, which was from the movie Frozen. I love how you took her long hair and made that frosting come down into the cake. Like that for me is like, I never had that <laughs> when I was a little kid. Not that I want a frozen cake or anything, but that art part of it is what blows my mind mm-hmm. away because when I was little, it was, you know, adding the little plastic pieces on top mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, you were able to lay that like color frosting on top that was, mm-hmm. You know, like you want to make a soccer field or you want to make a rainbow color field. Like that was amazing. But the stuff that I've seen you guys do so far has just been absolutely, you know, breathtaking. And it tastes delicious. I mean, mm-hmm. every time I'm at a, a 
you know, wedding venue event with you, I always grab a piece of your cake because you guys always bring something new, at least I think you do, because <laughs> it always tastes great. So. Thank you. So you do a 250 cakes a year. Wow, is that, a, is that normal? Is that average? You know, I don't know how many other cake places, how many they do, but we do quite a few wedding cakes because we specialize in wedding cakes. But we also do, you know, the smaller cakes and the cutout cakes and all the specialty ones. You could do almost anything with cakes these days and the roll fondant gives all those really cool designs and, and things that you used to not be able to do. And so most of our, our customers will either bring in a picture of something they like or they can look through our books too to, you know, to do, choose one of our designs. But most of them are all custom done that we create with the bride or the uh, customer. Okay, that's great. So they can come in and design their cake however they'd like, or is that uh, depending on what you guys can do? Um, yes, we could, we could do it either way. Most of the time when people come in for a cake consultation, they'll bring an idea with them. And that's kind of one of our tips that, that we usually share when we make the appointment is that they will bring in a picture or some idea of what they like. Cause like I said, you could do almost anything with wedding cakes these days. And yeah. so to kind of narrow that down, they're not coming in blank with not having any idea of what they like in the design wise and, and flavors too. We have a list of flavors and fillings that we do. And um, when they bring that in, we can either tell them what type of icings they might need to, to accomplish that design or let them know if it's something, if they have a package, if it's included in their package or not. Mm. So icings actually are, are, are different priced because of what they contain? Yes. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. our, standard, our standard icings are our buttercream icing. We have a Chantilly that's um, a non-dairy whipped cream that's nice and light. We also get into fondant, which is usually a little more just because of the ingredients and the time involved in doing the, the special designs with the fondant. So it kind of depends on what type of icing is where the price differs a lot of times. How long does it take to make a fondant cake? Uh, again, it's going to be depending on, you know, you can get one just as smooth and simple, elegant look, or you could get into colors and kind of the Mad Hatter looks that are all angled and, you know, and, and colored. And the tiers, right? Exactly. How many tiers? Mm -hmm. So what would be like a, you know, regular three-tier fondant cake? That's one right there, correct? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, our regular cakes start about five fifty a serving, and then our fondant start about six fifty a serving. Wow. And that's so just kind of depending on, on decorations <laughs> again. Yeah, but, yeah, I know. And then they do have a choice of flavors and fillings. We do traditional fillings like mousses and, and jams. We do some kind of a different, our specialty fillings, we have like a Picasso filling. It's a fruit mousse with fresh bananas and Grand Marnier. And then um, for our chocolate lovers, we have like a chocolate truffle filling that has a thin layer of raspberry, dark chocolate ganache, and chocolate mousse. And so, yeah, so we could get You're into all kinds. You're making me hungry. It's like I want to have some cake right now. And then now. kind of it's exotic so fillings, whether we do the mango. Um, we do like different liqueurs, like Bailey's cream fillings. Oh. And so pretty much it's, it's open. Even we've created some different fillings for certain people. Okay, so... Uh, that's really interesting because today's cakes obviously weren't how it was back then. It was usually right. just, you know, like, okay, maybe we'd have one fruit inside or, you know, a layered cake or something, but it's, you know, chocolate, vanilla, even if there was a strawberry, I mean, that would be wow back then. Mm -hmm. But now, like you said, there's so many things. Do you guys get people or do you get requests where people want you to actually put something inside of a cake? Like, perhaps a ring or perhaps like a toy or something mm -hmm. that when they cut into it, 
there it is. One of the um, fun things now, even we've done one for a wedding, but it's been a gender reveal cakes where the actual cake is pink or blue. And so sometimes the, um, the parents don't even know. They've got the little note from the doctor. And, and so we're the only ones that know whether it's a boy oh. or girl and they'll have a party. And so we dye the cake actually the color pink or blue. Oh. So when they cut the cake open, then the, the gender reveal. Wow, that's fabulous. That's, that's really neat. That's kind of a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys offer organic, vegan, or gluten-free options? for a lot of the customers? Um, yes, we don't do too much straight organic because there's a lot of icings and things that just wouldn't hold up outside, especially for weddings. But we do dairy-free, we do gluten-free. Uh, we, we can do um, eggless cakes. And so we've gotten to a lot of, oh. a lot of different types for different dietary needs. And um, there's a lot of allergies out there right now with like nuts and things. And so we'll, we'll usually kind of start with more of a basic cake, but we can do whatever flavors and fillings that most people like and, and a lot of different types of dietary needs. That's really good to know. I mean, I had, I don't know what I had. I just had probably a typical <laughs> every product possible type cake and, mm -hmm. and it was great and we enjoyed it. But then again, you know, I, we never were offered what you are offering. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we can actually make some of the ingredients organic. Now, when you say it doesn't hold up at a certain place in the wedding, does that depend on if it's an indoor and outdoor? It does. Um, most of our fillings will hold up and icings will hold up really well because we do weddings at, at um, wineries and outdoor weddings, a lot of home weddings around our areas. And usually we'll come about an hour before and not have it out you know, too long during the day. And we're, we're pretty flexible that if it was really warm that day, we could come a little later in between ceremony and reception. They, they have some that, that will melt. Like some people want real whipped cream and that would hold up for maybe a half an hour outside okay. the, right, and right, so that's right. why we offer yeah. a non-dairy whipped cream that has that light flavor <laughs> with less sweet, but will stay on your cake. <laughs> that's a good idea actually. Um, so you guys make sure that you time or, cause you've been doing this so for so long, you have the, the timing down of when the cake needs to be delivered. It won't melt on your guests right. or on the people who are buying your beautiful cakes. So and a lot of times we'll give them like suggestions, especially outdoor weddings. You know, most people haven't had a wedding before, so it's it's kind of new to them. And so usually we'll say, you know, keep it out of the sun you know, keep it under a shelter or inside if it's really warm and bring it out a little later. So we always try to accommodate because we want the cake to last the whole time of the wedding. <laughs> right. And people can, if they had a refrigerator, mm -hmm. that's where you would... Right, that's what you guys usually do. You leave it in a refrigerator until it's time to go, or usually, you make it the usually day Usually, we um we ha it's a two day process. We bake one day and fill and decorate the next day, and so so it's usually within those last two days that that we do prepare the cake, and then we keep it refrigerated here till we bring it out. Usually, it'll take a couple hours just to get back to uh, room temperature, and so usually it holds up really well. And we, we try, I think we've only lost one cake to sun, but it was 105 degrees at an outdoor <laughs> event and they forgot to put the umbrella over it. And so people were melting too. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not just well, my there, cake. There you go. There you go. <laughs> wow. Let's say I'm a, a customer and I come in and I have no idea what I'd like. Do you guys have like a book or do you have some kind of a suggestion box or 
I mean, how, how's the process going if I'm, if I come in and I say, make a miracle for me or something? <laughs> what do you guys tell us? Totally okay. <laughs> um, usually we'll have an appointment, they'll make an appointment with the bride and groom and they can come in to sample some of our cakes. And then if they don't have a picture or an idea, we have books to look at. We have some display cakes here at the shop and usually kind of start to narrow down kind of the, light, the look that they like. And then we could just kind of go from there. So we could either give them an idea of what will work, what not. There's so many different themes and whether it's, you know, kind of outdoor woodsy or chic, elegant look, you know, we can always get the cake to kind of match the rest of the decorations. So we kind of help them with that too. We didn't spend a lot of money on the cake. It was part of a package deal. I mm -hmm. kind of explained that to you earlier, but mm -hmm. so we didn't, you know, really worried and it was beautiful but it mm -hmm. just really didn't go with our theme so that's really yeah. neat to know like if somebody wanted is getting married in a barn mm -hmm. you're like oh we'll make this you know we'll make the frosting look like you know the wood pieces that go on a barn or exactly, something that have a little yeah, knots like in or something stucco look or yeah, you know okay. kind of more of a texture and then it's kind of nice because a lot of times people don't think that uh, the guests will be watching looking at the cake but it's kind of the the, the centerpiece all day long. They're waiting for that cake, at least I am when I go to a wedding. <laughs> I'm waiting to taste the cake. But so a lot of times we like to make it look whether, you know, that it's complementing the, the theme of the wedding. We have, a lot of times the florist will give us fresh flowers and we put oh. them on or we can do, we can make gum paste flowers. We do a lot of beach weddings where we do white chocolate shells on the cake. So we just kind of think it's 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 kind of the last part of the wedding. Everything's edible, yeah. right? Everything's <laughs> edible. Good. Yes. Awesome. What would your pro tip then be for somebody who's coming in? Like, what would you say would be the most important thing that would help this process go much smoother and easier for you and for the clients? Oh, okay. I, I feel that probably the most important thing is to kind of have an idea of what you want. Because if you look online, you can find millions of cakes and different designs and setups. And so I think that would really narrows down the time of, of trying to have to figure out what the bride and groom like and what they want. So if they come in with a vision of something they want, we can always tweak it here and, and show them what we can and maybe can't do. And so usually having an idea, bringing in pictures, I think is a great way to kind of see what the bride is envisioning. And so it kind of narrows down all those designs that we have to go through <laughs> if they're starting from scratch. But then some people have no idea. And so by looking at pictures, they'll go, I like this, I don't like that. And so that way we can narrow it down with them. But usually having a, a picture when they bring in makes it go a lot smoother, I think. That's fabulous. You hear that, listeners? Make sure you have your design a little bit earlier or prepared it because these guys, you heard, they make 250 cakes a year and they need to make sure that they can give you and all of their other customers the exact same attention. So try to be a little bit prepared and bring your ideas in. And then from there, she can either tweak it or she can change it or she can build it exactly as, as you guys would like as long as it's something that they are able to offer. So depending on the amount of people who are invited to a wedding, mm -hmm. how big should the cake be? Usually we make it the size of they're having 100 guests. We'll usually make it for that size. There are percentage, they, I think they usually say that maybe 20% may not have um, cake or if they're having other desserts, they may not need as many you know, slices of cake. 
we usually do it for about the guests because a lot of times we'll do different layers and different flavors so there's different ones and some people may not have any cake but then some people may have two if they have that option <laughs> and so uh, but it you know again is up to the guests or the guest count and typically like a three-tier cake will feed anywhere from 75 um, to about 150 servings depending on the size of the tiers. The slice too, mm -hmm. right? Yeah and then sometimes people if they're trying to cut back on costs they'll do a smaller cake with a sheet cake in the back and we also do sheet cakes and other desserts too. Can you explain to me what a sheet cake is? It's it's like a birthday cake. You know, it's the flatter sheets that are two layers instead of the four layers top. Oh. And so a lot of times people, if they have a large amount of guests, instead of getting like a five-tier cake, they will um, have a sheet cake in the back that they can cut up and serve it along with the wedding cake. It's the same flavor as the wedding yeah. cake. Mm -hmm. it's just... They can do whatever they want. That. And usually it's out in the, it's in the back so no one really sees it. It's not right. part of the wedding cake. But then it'll, it'll depend on the... The size of the t the mm -hmm. sheet cake, it could save quite a bit of money of getting a regular cake versus a big tiered cake. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. I, I now remember at my wedding, my wife and I, we were going to cut the cake. We actually acted like we were going to cut the cake and they actually had pieces already cut for us just because they didn't want it to you know, be a, a problem for us. Oh, okay. And it was a one of the fondant cakes it was mm. more of that hard shell type mm -hmm. you know cake around it so trying to cut through that and really getting through it they mm -hmm. didn't want us to have to worry about that <laughs> <laughs> so it was like we we acted like we did it and then it's like oh okay let me feed you some cake and it, it was really fun <laughs> but i could see why they would want to have that that flat sheet cake mm -hmm. you're talking about because it's able to you know feed more guests mm -hmm. in case they run out of it or maybe they don't want to cut people sometimes don't want to cut their cake because it's just um. so beautiful I think a lot of times, yeah, we, we do groom's cakes also. And, and one time we had made the Star War, I think it's Death Star, yeah. or, you know, for a, a groom. And when I come back to deliver the next cake um, later on that evening, I saw the groom walking out with a death, his, his groom's cake. And he wouldn't let anyone eat any yeah. of it. He was taking it home with him. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was so cute. That's okay. cool. Uh, so, but usually it's kind of fun for pictures to take that first slice and then feed each other that first slice. Right, so right. So most yeah. people want to that's do that. That's the tradition. I it mean, is. <laughs> no, you guys don't have to do that, but I mean, that's what we grew up watching. And mm -hmm. unless you're from a different country, maybe in other countries they don't do that. But I know mm -hmm. in the United States, that's a huge thing. Like, And you know, you can you have the option to feed it, you know, smash mm -hmm. it in their mm -hmm. face. Or <laughs> I don't recommend that one, ladies. Uh, gentlemen, actually, I should say, I do not recommend that one. So unless she likes getting cake smashed in her face, I don't know who likes that after all that makeup and hair and all that time they spent. But if you guys agree on it, great. Just make sure it's from... I do wedding cakes. <laughs> They'll really enjoy that one. Do you guys have contracts with these guests? Do do they sign a contract or is it just in they come in and pay with a credit card and that's the end of the story? I mean, how does that? We have a, a simple contract, just a one page form that lists flavors and fillings and we'll draw out the design. And usually there's a $50 down payment that holds a date and goes toward the cake. Right. And so that's usually when we would sign a contract. Uh, we have an information sheet when they come in, we'll give an estimate and, and give them all the prices involved in that. And then when they actually place the order by putting down the deposit, that's when we give them the contract and sign it. And, and then uh, usually there's, People can either make payments or just do the payment, the final payment about two weeks before. Okay. And then there's also a time where they can always change designs or a lot of times yeah. it's hard to know how many people, you know, your final count. So it would be 
they could always adjust the size, go up or down if they needed to, you know, feed more or less. And, and usually that two week period is where we get the final details. With that said, the cancellation policy. So is there a cancellation policy? Is that just mm -hmm. the $50 or uh, Yeah, we would usually give, if it, if it was within that last month, um, we would give everything except the $50 down payment because that's a non-refundable down payment. Right. But then they could get the rest back. Mm -hmm. So they would have to cancel everything by? Um, a month before. Okay, so they're getting married at, you know, yeah, August 30th. Mm -hmm. Then they would have to cancel it by August 1st. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you guys wouldn't have to worry it. If not, there's no partial refund, anything like that. It's you're going through this yeah. or you're going to have a... Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes couples decide, well, we don't want to get married or we mm -hmm. want to push the, the date back. Yeah. Can they change the date? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we're pretty flexible with that. That's good to know. That's really good to know. Because uh, sometimes that happens. Like, mm -hmm. again, I can only talk about my wedding because I'm, <laughs> I've only been married once. But my mom, you know, she had asked me, um, are you sure you guys want to do it now? I'm like, mom, we have people flying in from South America who've already bought their tickets, you know, we've already have the venue booked. I mean, it's just, there's no way we're going to step out of this. We're going to actually lose money. But, you know, some people have that luxury of being able to cancel and repay and, mm -hmm. and, and others don't. So that's nice to know that you guys are like, yep, no problem. We try to be flexible right. with that. And, and that's really good. That's what people are looking for these days. So what are my typical filling choices? This is what I want to know. I know you <laughs> kind of mentioned some flavors, but mm -hmm. uh, what are the most common ones? And then what are the most exotic ones that you would say? Oh, okay. Well, I, I, like I mentioned before, the Picasso and the chocolate truffle fillings are probably our two most popular flavors. But we have different um, flavors, like the, our, the cake flavors. We do a tuxedo, which is layers of vanilla and chocolate. We do lemon spice, poppy seed, banana. We even do funfetti cake um, for a lot of the people that that's their childhood memory is a funfetti cake. Yeah, with funfetti. The... <laughs> I'm 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 uh, I'm drawing a blank here. It's the one with the little sprinkles in it. It's the vanilla cake, oh, and yeah. then that filling has those little yeah, 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 sprinkles yeah. too. <laughs> and and so we've done a lot of different types. Sometimes people will come in if they're from different countries. They have a specialty type of cake, and if it's something we can produce, you know, reproduce pretty easily, we'll try to accommodate that. Basically, it's, it's we do a tiramisu filling, which is, has the mascarpone cheese and the rum and espresso fillings. And so we do quite a few fillings. We try to, to um, please most of the requests. <laughs> so what's one of the craziest fillings that someone's asked you about? Uh, we did one, and it was... They they always picked alala berries. Alala berries. Yeah, I don't know and what, so it's it's are. like a raspberry, and you can only get them in a place in Watsonville. So we actually went down and picked the alala berries, <laughs> and made we actually made a jam from it. And because it was like their whole family, it was such a custom for them to go down. So they had wanted that for the layer that they cut into. Wow, that's really so nice. That was kind of fun. So that made it special for them at their wedding mm -hmm. to have a alala berry cake. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, now that you're talking about them, I have heard there's a few places around here that I know that have made these uh, pies even. And I mm -hmm. tried one. God, I want to say last year sometime and. You know, it, it, it tastes like raspberry to me, but yeah, it's, but it's different. Yeah, it's different. And we also do um, the the smaller dessert, like the bite size. There's a lot of interest in specialty dessert tables now instead right. of instead of wedding cakes. And so a lot of times we'll do like a little small wedding cake that they can cut, and then we do like brownie bites, pedophores, cream puffs. We do cookies and. 
and little tarts we do cupcakes so we can do a whole bunch of different designs where we even set up the, the dessert table too is that an extra option on the side the extra desserts or is that part of your wedding package like is, do you have wedding we do we work with a lot of um, venues where our cake is in the package and so they'll come in with a standard cake and then we can customize it to them and then if it's something out of the ordinary there may be an additional charge to that but a lot of times people are just aren't into cakes we've done little mini pies and so <laughs> it, you know if we, if we could do it we try to do it for the bride and groom because it's kind of fun and it's their special day so we want them to remember all the fun things about it. So what's it? the largest wedding you guys have actually made a cake for? This is something I've always wanted <laughs> to ask cake makers because I know some of the you know other cultures around this area um, they have 900 mm -hmm. people at their weddings and I'm going oh my god how do you yeah how do you we, guys afford <laughs> first how do you afford that but number two it's like how do you feed 900 people you know, I mean, what kind of tier is that? Like a 15 tier keg? I mean, how big? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, we have done one that was, it was eight tiers in the middle and then five tiers, you know, cascading down on each side. So that was about 18 cakes. Oh my god! And gosh. it was about 650 people, I believe. And so, yeah. Jeez. It's a lot of people. I'm guessing that's <laughs> the only thing they had at their wedding, because if they were to have any, They had desserts. They had everything. Oh, my gosh. So this was a... <laughs> it was a large wedding that lasted yeah, yeah. a couple, <laughs> couple days. <laughs> How far in advance will my wedding cake be prepared? Okay. It's a two-day process. Okay, Usually yeah. we bake it one day, we fill and decorate it the next. Some of the different ones like our Baileys and cream where we actually soak the cake with the Baileys cream. We'll do that the day before so it has a chance to kind of blend into the cake. How does that cake. process work? That's interesting to hear. Oh, okay. Well, we, our, our filling is like a Baileys cream mousse that we actually make with the real Baileys cream. And then the cake is actually soaked with a simple syrup that includes like the Baileys or the Grand Marnier or the Kahlua, whatever different liqueurs we're using. And even like our mocha cake, we have a coffee syrup that we'll soak the cake with. So it so tastes- So when you say you soak it, like you just pour it on top and let it sit for a couple we, hours, like meat would with <laughs> like, you know, marinara sauce or something? Is it kind of like we brush that? it on. Oh, we have okay. a, With a pastry brush, we'll brush it on. We do like a tres leche cake, which is oh, the three milks that- That's And that's pretty favorites. much soaked into and falling apart type of cake. Next time you <laughs> go, please bring that one. My wife and I are fanatics of that because in South America and in most Latin oh, countries, mm -hmm. Tres leches is very, very popular. I mean, oh, yes. It's mm -hmm. the condensed milk, the... Uh, regular milk. Regular milk, and then, and then evaporated, and evaporated milk. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you yeah. can't get any more milk than that. <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's so good. We, we love that. So you guys brush it on, and you mm -hmm. brush it enough to where the cake won't, won't dissolve or fall right. apart, but it will have a nice abundance of that mm -hmm. syrup or especially like the tiramisu we, we we will soak the cake with rum and espresso which is yummy yes <laughs> and Already. and it actually tastes better the next day because it has a chance to kind of blend and soak into the cake so the different ones were like you said marinate <laughs> but yeah. it has a tendency to kind of blend into the cake and so it actually tastes better the next day but then we do cakes like with fresh strawberries or raspberries or or bananas and we do those the same day just because we want them to be as fresh as possible that's amazing to hear that you guys uh just have these interesting processes of how you go through these cakes so that's really it's just it's cool tiramisu that's an italian style of cake mm -hmm. isn't it yes so 
before it was in the States, I mean, they probably made it the same way you guys make it now, right? I mean, is, mm -hmm. has it changed much? Well, the tiramisu kind of traditional dessert, like if you go to the restaurant, is done with lady fingers and right. then, the, and then right. with the cream. And so it wouldn't hold together for like a wedding cake, <laughs> the lady fingers. But so we use our, our vanilla cake and then we soak it with the rum okay. espresso. So a little, you know, to construct a wedding cake, like we don't recommend tres leche for in a wedding cake because it would basically just squeeze itself all yeah. out and and yeah. all over the table with the with the milks <laughs> unless, unless you guys had dropped it off like the minute that they were going to serve it then maybe mm -hmm. right <laughs> um we usually will do a sheet cake with yeah. that because oh, okay. you know because it is going to run you know if you do it well <laughs> you're going to have a lot of that milk or <laughs> maybe a little picture with the tres leche next to each piece <laughs> you could pour right. a little add right. your own yeah yeah onto your plate. <laughs> Can you make sugar flowers or we, do you do fresh bloom like you get with a florist? We can do both. We're, uh, a lot of times our fondant cakes has the gum paste flowers and we mo make a lot of them. Some we'll purchase because we have a company that does some really nice work and, uh, and it's less for us to have them make it than us to hand make them ourselves. But we work a lot with florists that will, that will provide the flowers and have them there at, this, at the ceremony and we can put them on there. And so we work with either way, whatever the bride wants. Who will make my wedding cake is what I really, really want to know. <laughs> is that you personally? Because I know you have just an amazing, but you also have other employees that work here, we correct? Do. Yeah, we're a basically a family-run business. And so we have a couple employees that we still um, have in the summer times and when it gets really busy. But we have, we have two bakers that will bake the cake and I can bake them, but I, I like more of the decorating process. And okay. so I like the final touches. And <laughs> so, yeah, so we, we have a couple bakers that bake all the cake and then someone that helps fill us and then ice and then decorate. So a couple different processes and, and um, usually so I'm in the last process. So the process is the bakers will mix the ingredients, they'll make the cake, they'll bake it and then we come to the filling station mm -hmm. this is where they put like if they're going to put like a cream filling in between or mm -hmm. or something like that is that uh -huh. what i'm understanding yes mm -hmm. and then it comes to you where you'll put the fondant or something on top of it that either mm -hmm. the buttercream or the fondant and then you'll put the decorations on is that yes. kind of how the process mm -hmm. works oh exactly okay, perfect <laughs> so it's 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 easy to explain then. <laughs> so you'll now know which you guys want, either a fondant cake or a buttercream cake. Now, fondant cakes do take a little bit more time because you have to make the dough yeah, or the um, sugar. Yeah, the, the fondant is, is kind of the last process. Usually it's iced with a thin layer of buttercream to kind of crumb coat the cake. And then the fondant goes over that. And so it'll adhere to the cake for the fondant because it's more like a sugar dough that's rolled out and wrapped around the cake. And so it's kind of a two process with buttercream first and then the fondant over that. And what's the, and the fondant, so if I was ordering a fondant cake versus it's still a two day process? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So you guys work yeah. pretty quick. That's we do. Good we want to keep it You're as artists. fresh as possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. How are your wedding cakes priced by design, by tier, by what flavors? Or is it just kind of a flat fee for if you have this many pieces, it's this. If you have this many flats, it's that. 
Yes. No. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, both. <laughs> okay. We start out with the base price. And usually the decorations, if it's done with the whipped icings, are pretty much included in with that price. And then the fondant starts at a base price also. And if it's something that's real intricate that we have to follow line for line or dot for dot, there may be an additional charge. But most of the decorations are included in. Fondant is usually where there is an, an upgraded charge just because of there's some kind of detail that's going to take time of, of cutting or molding or, you know, kind of colors and, and things on the fondant cakes. It might take a little extra time. And that includes the top tier? Uh, it includes the cutting it. And so usually in the packages or when people are ordering a cake, when we give them a serving size, like if this will feed 100 people, that's including the top tier. Okay. And so... The tradition, you know, has always been keeping that top tier for the first year and, and having it for your anniversary. And I don't think anything tastes that great in the freezer after a year. But, you know, I've had people that have had it and they go, oh, it tastes so good. And I'm going, okay, I'll guarantee it that day, but not after a year in the freezer. And so we have <laughs> we have a lot of people that will that will come and order a little small cake for their first anniversary. Then you get to taste it like it really was the year before. You know, that's that's... That's so funny because, and that's like a great idea that actually they'll come and do that and you guys provide that. What did it really taste like a year ago? You probably don't remember as much because you are so high on the fact that you just said I do. You got all your family members. If you had a good uh, wedding you know, coordinator, you were actually able to have a plate of food. Um, I don't even remember what mine was today, but we did do that. We saved our cake, we saved that little top tier in our freezer, it was taking up space for a year. <laughs> it preserved well, but when we pulled it out to try it, it just, no. it was like, I ordered this? <laughs> what was I thinking? And it probably wasn't the cake. It was probably because it was frozen freezer, for a yeah. year. But I mean, we did the tradition and so far so good. We're still married, so <laughs> that's a good thing. Must have been the cake. It right? must have been the cake, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's kind of romantic to save that little top one. But a lot of times people are traveling and are moving and and having to move a yeah. cake for a year. In they the end freezer. up tossing it or yeah, not it depends doing on it. what's yeah. in your cake in the freezer with your cake for the year. It'll yeah. absorb tastes and smells. But <laughs> but um, so there is so it does include cutting the cake. And so but if they wanted to save it for their first anniversary, we usually have to make the other tiers a little bigger to compensate for not cutting that one. So there is an additional charge for that. So with the cakes being the way that they're made, do you guys bring the cake stands? Like, do they? Do you guys provide the cake stands, or is that an additional charge, or do they rent them for you? I mean, we rent our stands. They're usually twenty-five dollars to rent with a with a deposit, just to kind of cover the cost in case it doesn't come back to us, and and then they're responsible for bringing it back. Does that happen next week. a lot? People decide, they're like, oh, I like this. I would have this at my home. <laughs> and they take it. Yeah, we have had some that probably just by indirectly it got lost after the wedding because things happen, to, happen after weddings when everybody's helping sure. put things away. <laughs> <laughs> One of my guests took it. <laughs> I know, I never saw it <laughs> I again. want that at my room to serve cake at my house, yeah. Or sometimes it might get broken if it's some kind of a wood stand or, or something, something. And they just figure they're not yeah. going to bring it back because they wouldn't get their money back anymore. Anyway, but we usually charge a flat rate of like $100 just to cover the right. replacement if for some reason it doesn't come back. Right. But the actual charge for renting is $25. Oh, okay, great. And it does it, and it, that doesn't matter the size of the stand. It's no, across it's the board. Just a flat, okay. Flat rate. Yeah, all right. That's awesome. 
Um, and then uh, your delivery process is? Well, usually come about an hour before the ceremony or wedding when everything's being set up. We work with the florist a lot of times. We'll leave flowers for us and we put them on. There's no charge for us to put them on, but there could be an additional charge to the florist for the extra flowers. Uh, when we have cakes that are in packages, a lot of times the flowers are included, but we, you know, we'll put them on. Sometimes there's florists that want to do their own thing on the cake, and so we're, we're pretty flexible with that. Um, I just, it just scares me sometimes when I see somebody coming toward my cake with flowers if they don't, <laughs> doesn't seem like they know what they're doing. <laughs> and so, so we like to have that end result just the way the bride likes it, so we usually put the flowers on ourselves. Which would make sense because you guys are the ones who have the more delicate hands for the process that mm -hmm. you're doing that because you understand what goes into making that cake. <laughs> Whereas a florist might say, well, I'll just snip, snip and stick it in there and that mm -hmm. might not be the best option for you guys. Well, a lot of times they're kind of worried too because what if the flower dropped and it hit the edge of the cake? They can't fix it where we could. So. True, true. So yeah, so usually they'll they'll hand the flowers over to us. So any, <laughs> have you guys ever had any disaster? Maybe not from necessarily the florist or you know uh, yourselves but have you ever like been at a uh, wedding you drop the cake off and we had one incident where we do white chocolate shells on the cake and they look kind of realistic like we had starfish on them and we got a call back from the venue saying that a bird actually flew because they had the back door open a seagull actually flew in and grabbed the it flew into our cake and so it grabbed our, it grabbed the starfish and flew out the door with it. And so I came back and kind of swiped off that icing and we put some on there. Debbie, um, what I would like to know is, uh, because this will determine whether or not you guys actually have any credit besides just, you know, the beautiful cake and what everybody's talking about. Is this bakery licensed by the state of California? And does that really even matter? Uh, I think it matters a lot. We we are licensed um, through the county, our health permit, we have a health approved kitchen. And they come out and they'll check all our facility to make sure our refrigerators and everything is stored properly. And it is a perishable item. There are things that could go bad. And and so I think it's really important to, to get your cake from a health approved kitchen. And we're licensed in our in our um, in the county here too. And so we've always gone through all the, all the recommendations of, of being a licensed bakery. And now is that just the bakery or does that include each individual in there? Like does the baker have to have his own license or is it just the, the business name that has its business the license? The business name has to have um, a health license for the kitchen. Also every individual in the bakery that works in here has to have a food handler's card that tells it how they would handle if they're gonna box the cake or even serve some samples. They have to know kind of the ins and outs of food safety. That's good to know because if anybody gets sick at one of those weddings mm -hmm. and you guys have the, all the approvals, it will be very difficult for them to say, well, I got sick from the wedding cake. And mm -hmm. these wedding couples are getting quality stuff. They're getting quality food. They're getting quality cakes that you guys handpicked. The ingredients are not gonna be you know, ones that are going to cause people to break out in hives or unless they're allergic to something like that. I mean, you, you can't prepare for everything, but being licensed will make the wedding couple feel a lot more secure in their decision when they go to shop with you guys. Exactly. Yeah. Cause home weddings and I started as a home baker for, for family and friends and then became friends of friends and friends of friends. And so Everybody when it got, the cake. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and so, 
for me, I wanted to make sure that I was in a facilities that people would be safe, um, to, to feel safe about ordering. And then, because when you're getting things at home, you never know, especially like if something happens on the road or a cake smashes or something happens when you're delivering, we always have backup cakes that we can always make something in a hurry if something happened to a cake. Whereas if you're getting an individual at home, they don't have backup cakes that they can kind of do something with if something happens or if they get sick, they don't really have other employees that can kind of take over for them. So we've done a lot of times where people come in the last week of the wedding saying that Aunt Sally can't make the cake because she broke her arm, and so, sure. and, you know, in tears and wanting us to make a cake. And so we made some last minute cakes. <laughs> and when you do, that, that's a great, actually, that's a great topic you just brought up. Um, when people do come in with a last minute request, is that is that charged like at a higher price or is it... We're going to be flexible with you or we're going to try the best to accommodate your needs, but we can't promise anything. Yeah, um, we try our best because we don't want anybody not to have a cake at their wedding. And so we don't charge any extra. Uh, it's kind of would be if we can do the cake physically, we would we just charge them our regular price. We're not going to oh. gouge somebody for something like that. But but, you know, there are some situations yeah. happen. Like you yeah. said, uh, Aunt Sally broke her arm and she, you know, she was the cake maker of the family and now she can't make it. So, you know, and she doesn't want anybody else to make the cake because it won't taste mm -hmm. the way that she wants it or whatever. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they come to you and, and that and that that makes sense. And that's nice that you guys offer that service like you're not going to, like you said, gouge them because the mistake really wasn't theirs. It was right. just they, you know, like all these couples, everybody's trying to save as much money as they can for their wedding because mm -hmm. weddings are expensive. Mm -hmm. We know this. So it's nice to know that you guys don't, um, you know, hold that against them and, you know, say, no, get out of here. You know? We may not be able to do like fancy fondant work because it does take time for things to set up and drive it. We try to get as close as possible to what they want when they come in last minute like that. That's great. So, Debbie, do you have anything else that you would like to add that I didn't touch on today? Anything that you feel that we didn't mention that would definitely benefit our listeners? I think a lot of times, you know, we don't advertise too much. We are not in all the magazines and, and because it's mostly word of mouth. Our best advertisements are our customers because especially at a wedding, if somebody tastes the cake there, if they're getting married or know somebody, they'll refer us to the next one. So, so I, I think the customer is our best advertisement. Mm -hmm. Exactly. A lot of my clients have also been word of mouth. They just mm -hmm. said, hey, you know, you taught so-and-so. We watched their wedding. We were at that wedding when they danced their wedding choreography, and we were just so blown away. They gave us your information, and we want something like that, too. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's really good to know. So that means that your product is actually really you know, taking a hold of people. And, and that's what we want. That's what we want to give our, our, our listeners here that I do wedding cakes make such delicious uh, and fabulous looking cakes that it just wants people, it, it, it keeps bringing people back to you guys, which, you know, is makes you guys feel, I'm guessing, amazing <laughs> because that's good to know that people are super satisfied with the product that you're giving out there. And, and that's the whole thing. That's what I want to do here with you is, let people know that you guys aren't just a typical like you know chain store that has a bakery that oh we'll get you your cake in a week you know you guys actually put a lot of time and effort and i'm guessing love into what you bake so your stuff tastes much better <laughs> we kind of think they should taste as good as they look unfortunately yeah. with a lot of wedding cakes they can look really gorgeous but 
the taste may not be comparable. <laughs> right. So. Okay. That's really good. So you guys, that's good to know that you guys want to do that. Okay. Well, Debbie, this has just been so... Okay, Debbie, this has just been such an eye-opener on what couples can, you know, prepare for and, and look for when they're shopping around for a, a wedding cake. And, you know, all these things that you just let us know is, I hope it helps their process to just go quicker so they don't waste their time and your time and just have no idea what they want. Let's hope that this is where it will take them to a better path of deciding how, when, how many people, what size cake, and then it just makes everything so lovely to just, you know, <laughs> it's so easy for us all to not have to guess what everybody wants. Exactly. Easy is good. Right. Easy is good. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, uh, thank you so much for your time again. And before we do go, what I would like from you is, um, so this is Debbie Hernandez at I Do Weddings. Okay, Debbie, so thank you for your time today. Uh, it's been such an eye-opener to know that there's so much that goes into making a cake and how to choose it, and I'm so glad that you let our listeners know how they could go about that in the most simple and quick way because they have other things to worry about than just a wedding cake, even though the wedding cake is one of the most important <laughs> parts of the wedding. So. Listeners, if you want to get your cake done here at I Do Wedding Cakes, they're located at 380 Tennant Avenue in Morgan Hill, California. Their number is 408-776-9890. If you want to get a hold of them by email, it's Debbie, D-E-B-B-I-E at IDoWeddingCakes.biz, as in B-I-Z. Their webpage is www.idoweddingcakes.biz and they are open from Tuesday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. and drop-ins are welcome. However, if you're going to be having a wedding cake tasting, you need to make an appointment. And you can also find them on social media through Facebook, And Instagram so you can also find them through social media on Facebook and Instagram I do wedding cakes all right everybody stay tuned thank you very much for listening and have an awesome day go get your cake